Hello and welcome everyone. Today I'm talking with Nicole Coella, also known as Card Shaper. Nicole's a professional member of the Tarot Guild, certified tarot professional, and now published author. Her first book, Kickstart Your Tarot Business, A Professional's Guide to Building Your Business, just launched this past week. Welcome to Tarot Today, Nicole. Thank you for having me, Dax. <clears throat> I'm excited to talk to you today and about your book because, um, you know, when I started, <laughs> we won't reveal how many decades ago that was. Um, there was only a handful of tarot books, you know, like 78 Degrees of Wisdom by Rachel Pollock, who we just lost April 7th. And it's very sad. Um, the day after your book launched. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. But today, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of books on the market. Um how-to books, tarot 101 books, that seems like what the majority of them are. So books like this that are in, you know, especially the uh, business niche are hard to find. In fact, I was racking my brain earlier today and wrote down a couple that I could think of off the top of my head. Uh, Professional Tarot from 2003 by Christine Jett, Fortune Stellar by Certified Tarot Grandmaster Christiana Gaudet from 2017. Um, You've Got the Magic, Who Needs the Genie by Certified Tarot Master Corby Mitlide from 2020. Uh, there's probably, you know, two or three or four other ones out there, maybe, but I doubt it. <laughs> I can't think of them. I can't. So this is really exciting. But before we get into your book, I know what everybody is wondering, you know, how did you get started on your tarot journey? Oh. Everybody wants to know. <laughs> so um, it was the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a pandemic and we were kind of all locked in for quarantine. And I decided to join one of those like witch box of the month clubs. Oh, wow. And the very first box that I got, it was July of 21. The very first box I got, it was a full tarot deck in it. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I I guess this is what I need to learn because it was it was strange. And I, and I say that, okay, that's the tarot journey. That's where it started. But before that, I had had two, only two um, Oracle decks. <clears throat> and was one was like what's your vibe or something and then the other one was like the namaste deck and it had oh yeah like inspirational okay so you you know which two i'm talking about and i had those decks for about five or six years and i'd pick them up and i'd play with them you know and i'd go through spurts here and there for like a month or two and i'd do daily polls but i never made the connection as to you know i'm receiving information from spirit like I never ever made that connection and I just always thought oh wow you know it's really cool because these cards always tell me what I need to hear and I was always freaked out about the cards with the tarot of like the devil and death and mm. and I was just like they were always intimidating and I was like, oh, I never want to, you know, read the tower or get my get a tarot reading because, you know, those cards will come up and or they're really scary. And then once that deck showed up, I was like, well, I think this is, you know, a path I have to go on. There's really nothing I'm doing in life right now. <laughs> the universe was like, here it is, Nicole. Yes. <laughs> and that was the thing. And I just I just jumped in. 
Awesome. So that wasn't very long ago. You know, we always uh, hear about people. Well, you know, it was 1947 and I got my first tarot deck. And, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, exciting. It, it very, yeah, it was very, very um, quick for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I had basically I bought a book. It was um, Tarot Interactions from Deborah Lip. Mm. And I got that's one of my favorite books, actually. And I got about six pages in and in the book, it said, look, if you don't know the definitions of the tarot and you don't already know, like, this is a next level book, you have to like, oh. and go get another one. And I was so frustrated at that point because it was very overwhelming that there were so many tarot books on the market. Like when I went on Amazon, I'm like, my brain's going to explode. I don't know what I want. And I literally typed in easiest way to learn tarot and mm. Dustin White's book came up and I'm like, okay, then this is it. Like if, if it's the easiest way to learn the tarot, I, I'm in, I'm in. And then I, I got have his book. Yes. I, I, way back in the day, I remember interviewing him. Love yeah. Him. Yeah. So I, I got the book, the book arrived. And again, I opened up the cover, wrote the date down, and I, I kind of let the book sit for a little while. I didn't really start, like I said, I had the deck and then I let everything sit until like about October. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I really need to start taking this seriously. Uh. And I opened the book and the first page, you know, he, he, he asks you to like write the date. So it's like a, a launch and it gets you excited. Mm -hmm. And underneath the date it said if you do not have a tarot instructor go here and it was the website oh there was, <laughs> there was eight free classes and that were pre-recorded and they kind of gave you an introduction to the um major and minor arcana and they gave you a taste of what like the roundabout spread is and the um celtic cross but it wasn't enough to be able to connect all the dots mm. and it's just like okay forget it I'm, I'm joining up for the school like I, I got through those classes and I was like I, I got to do the school and that's basically yeah so I went through his entire program and then I graduated October of 22 from the program and I yeah. became certified under Dusty now you got me wondering I, w I wonder how many people got started with tarot because of COVID because of the pandemic going on. I, I know, I know. We're all it's, stuck at home and it's like, oh, I'm going to study tarot. You know, there's probably a lot. There's a lot. I mean, there's the, I believe the community itself grew exponentially during mm -hmm. COVID, you know, because a lot of people, when I do readings, mm -hmm. I come across, like I do readings from a, from a healing perspective and like a shadow work kind of perspective. And there's so many people that have, say that their lives have changed in a spiritual realm since oh. 2020. And I, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm definitely, I can say I'm, I'm part of that group. Yeah. So, you know, healing yourself and healing others at the same time. Well, well what made you want to go professional though and do it professionally? Well, here was, <laughs> that's a great question. Jindax. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody does that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it was? I, I've I've started and and had so many different businesses through the years. I've I've been with my husband um going on like 20, 26 years this year. Yeah. Mm. 
So he's known me. <laughs> he's known me through all my little quirky wow. phases. Yeah. And when I was studying the tower, he's like, not another business, Nicole. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just for me. Like, I'm just doing my thing. Like, this is for me to learn. Okay. Like, exactly. Yeah. People are going to think I'm weird if I do this anyway. No, 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 no. And we got, I got to the part of the training under Dusty where he says, you have to go out and do a hundred readings, mm. whether you want to become a professional or not, you need to get out there and do a hundred readings to put yourself out there and get used to different people, different circumstances, different situations and reading with your own, like your own body, like, Oh, you got to read and you're hungry and you read when you're tired and you read like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, you basically put yourself through the paces as well. And I decided my Aries self to be the overachiever. Uh. <laughs> and I started reading for other tower readers and I started reading for wow. mediums and I started reading. Yeah. And I got about 10 to 15 readings in and it was amazing how everybody was reacting the same way. They were like, oh my God, this is uh -huh. like insane. You're so accurate, blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> the feedback just kept coming. And there were, you know, I, I read a professional tarot reader and she actually reads like online, like she does the TikTok reading, mm -hmm. stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And she was like, if you do not do this, you are leaving so much on the table because you literally have a career. You're talented enough to have a career. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, I sat there and I said, well, I have everything I already need. Like I have a deck of cards <laughs> and a Zoom link. <laughs> you know, it's like, there wasn't so much of an investment like when I had a, um, Sorry, I'm pausing here. When I was a professional photographer, like mm -hmm. you, I needed like $10,000 in equipment, you know? I mean, and your equipment is literally a pack of cards and a notebook. So it, it just felt like very natural for me to progress and just say, well, what the heck? I'll just do it and see what happens. And mm. here we are. <laughs> Plus, you you walk into a, a any room, and you know if you reveal that you're a tower reader, instantly you're the most popular person there at a party or or whatever. Uh, I also do hypnotherapy, and uh, those are the two things. If if you say you're a hypnotist or you say you're a tower reader, instantly you're the you know the hit of the party. You know everybody has to talk to you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh boy! Wow interesting and so a lot of that happened really quickly it did um so i gotta ask because <laughs> we always want to know looking at that journey then uh how did you find the tarot guild and you know why did you decide to join and get certified um because well <laughs> i was doing the readings and, but I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't sure of myself mm -hmm. before, before we met, um, uh, I actually found the tarot guild on LinkedIn. Oh, wow. LinkedIn of uh, all places. Yeah. 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 I found the tarot guild on LinkedIn and because it was before I actually came back to social media, mm -hmm. 
I was trying to like gradually make little steps back, dipping my toe in the water. And I just happened to go on LinkedIn and put in tarot and I found the tarot guild and I started watching videos and interviews and I thought everything was so interesting. And I really liked the community that you had created. And then I saw that there was a certification program. And what happened was I was here, I was doing my hundred free readings and people were telling me, I want to pay you. I want to pay you. And then I kind of like panicked a little bit because I'm like, well, Apparently I'm not going to get certified for like another six months to a year down the road with Dusty. Like I need to have something for my own peace of mind that yes, I can do this. Mm. And I just kind of wanted that like stamp of approval as crazy as that sounds, but it gave me the confidence to go forward again, to take the next steps. Well, a lot of people tell us that though. They tell us that's, you know, one of the major reasons that they want to get certified and it's a confidence thing. And it's also the stamp of approval. Um, certification is not such a big thing in other parts of the world. Although we've got folks that have gotten certified at the tarot guild from everywhere, you know, Asia, Japan, Southeast Asia, Korea, Vietnam, China, and all of Europe, you know, as well. And, um, Canada and Australia and New Zealand and everything, but it's not such a big thing as here in the States uh, being certified, you know, it is much bigger uh, of a deal really. And uh, you know, most, most clients never look at that really, but the readers want it. And for a long time, there was no way to get certified. They did, they, there was no certification program. And then uh, some teachers, you know, like Dusty and uh, a few others started uh, teaching courses and certifying through their course, you know, so you'd finish your course and you'd get certified. But as far as there being a, you know, board of certification, that kind of thing, we're not a, a regulated industry, no. so you don't need to be certified, but folks want that. And we actually at the guild many, many years ago, stopped doing certification and they, the members actually were the ones that begged us to bring it back and do it again because they wanted it. And so we brought it back. But all the uh, boards that existed way back in the day, long before you uh, got onto the scene here, um, you know, they've all disappeared, gone away. There was the American board and the Canadian board and uh, the German board. And I think most of them are, are defunct now. Um, yeah, that was I mean, I was, I was definitely impressed that you had like a long track record. It wasn't like mm. you were around three years certifying people, yeah. you know, it's like, you 2004, know, 2004, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's going to be 20 years shortly, you know, yeah. like, oh my God, 20 years. I've really been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. I watched my hair turn gray. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? Um, what I used to do with, when we uh, when we stopped doing certification at the guild, I started sending people to the Canadian board. It's like this is where you go and get certified. Um, and there was reasons why I did that, and uh, <laughs> didn't send them to the uh, board in the United States. Um, 
won't go into that controversy, but um, that board, the American board went defunct anyway, but then the Canadian one did. So that was another part of it was there's no longer any boards I can send people to, at least in the English speaking world. You know, I mean, I couldn't find any, you know, uh, and, you know, some of the organizations, Tabby and the, the Australian Tarot Guild and so forth had certification, you know, for their members and everything. But there, w- there was never like this whole like in- international certification, which is what people wanted. You know, they wanted. Right an organization they could go to that, you know, wasn't country specific necessarily, you know, and so then we brought the certification back. Yeah. So you I'm part of of Tabby as well, but I feel Mm -hmm. like we're on the other side of the pond. So there's a a disconnect. Right. Right. So it's a little bit, you know, like uh, they have stuff that it's like, Oh, we can't, you know, I'd like love to like review decks and stuff. And they're like, well, we can't get it there because of the customs. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm. Like, so there's, you know, there's only so much I can participate in because of that, you know, because of the, the distance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why I, you know, I prefer to, you know, stay with the tarot guild. Yeah. And, you know, even in the States we had uh, the American tarot association, the ATA, but they they don't they don't certify. Uh, they never did. Uh, I was a member of the ATA way back twenty years ago, and uh, and Tabby too, and the Australian Tarot Guild, and um, you know. But there was no organization that wasn't country specific, really. And um, that's actually how we ended up forming the Tarot Guild in the first place. A lot of us that would get together. This was in San Diego, actually. Um, we had about 400 members of a local tarot meetup in San Diego. And we all were sitting around talking about, yeah, I'm a member of the ATA. I'm a member of Tabby, blah, blah, blah. But there's no real, you know, professionals organization, no guild. And that's where the word came from. We went, Oh, guild, we need to start a tarot guild. And that's how that started back in, in 2004. Yeah. So why a book? Okay. Um, and oh, I'm getting a phone call. I love it. <laughs> uh, maybe I can edit this part out. Let's, let's uh, start from the top on that, that question there. Hold on a second. So why a book? Uh, I'm curious how that came about. Wow. Um, <laughs> I am too, actually. <laughs> well, what happened was, um, so Dusty has also has like his own group for students, like, like a forum. And mm-hmm. we have study groups where we meet weekly with moderators and, um, and things like that. And what was happening was I was getting in, I was getting into these moderator groups and I'm studying as a student and then I'd start mentioning, oh, well, I'm doing this. And they're like, oh. And then they'd ask me more questions. And then I'd tell them what I was doing. And it and it was kind of like one of those, like, those moments where it just hits you over the head. And it's like, well, I, I keep telling everybody the same thing over and over. It'd be so much easier if I just wrote a book. And, <laughs> and that's what I did. I just decided to sit down and 
pretend that I started the business all over again. And I walked through every step and every consideration that I made. And I just put it out on paper. Yeah. yeah. A lot of questions, a lot of the same questions that I kept fielding from, you know, other study members. So that's, that's where it came. Yeah. Know. Cause you had uh, run your own businesses before. And so I, I kind of fell into the same thing where um, because I had run uh, coffee houses and own coffee businesses for years, you know, I had all of the um, starting your own business, uh, LLC, uh, naming, um, and all the uh, technical kind of part of it and everybody would always ask me those questions too you know how do I do this how do I do that you know what's the best way to do this mm -hmm. uh, how should I name my business you know and uh, do I need to be an LLC you know what about an S corp you know what about sole proprietorship things like that and over the years I've done uh, workshops and classes where at the guild where I've you know, taught that information, never put it into a book though, <laughs> which reminds me, we need to do a workshop on this because okay. it's, it's been a while. We could right. kickstart your tarot <laughs> business workshop at the guild for our members. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd love it. And, you know, this is the part that I find to be, you know, kind of missing is and I, why I'm glad that you wrote the book because, um, People will be really great readers, you know, whether they've been doing it for two years or 20 years, but they don't have a clue how to start a business, run a business. Yes. You know, there's so much to it. And so I, I think that, uh, you know, professional readers really need something like this. So that's why I was really excited when you told me you were writing the book. The funny thing about it was I was... Uh, just doing some research on that, just out of my own curiosity. I do that all the time. I'm on YouTube and I'm like, you know, I wonder what else other people have said about starting and running your own tarot business. And so like, I'm watching some YouTube videos, seeing what people were saying, you know, um, there was a couple of good ones, you know, but a lot of them were like, really you know you're not really talking business you're telling people make sure you get this crystal and then make sure you do this and you know and that's more like you know setting up your space it's not how to start a business and run a business you know mm -hmm. so i'm looking at these videos and uh, a couple of days later i get this message from you i'm launching a book <laughs> <laughs> and when you told me what the book was i was like you've got to be kidding me i mean that <laughs> synchronicity i'm telling you yeah yep it's not coincidence it's not coincidence no and so how long did that take uh you to write the book and it, it seemed like it went pretty quick it did i'd have to say i started writing down ideas in like the end of september the beginning of october mm -hmm. and then i I was like writing and then I took a break for a couple months and then I was like, you know what? I really like the beginning of like 23. I was like, you know what? I, I got to get this done. Like this is, 
it's it. And I sat down and in like about two, two and a half weeks, I just decided every day I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write. And I just went, I just plowed through it. Oh, and that's I'm awesome. nervous. Yeah. And I was, I was nervous. I was definitely nervous because I wasn't quite sure like how it would be received by, mm. you know, other professionals in the industry and stuff. And, um, everybody was just really excited about the idea. They were really excited to, um, preview the book. So, and I got amazing feedback, which was another like bolster. Yeah, I saw <laughs> yeah. some of the great feedback, you know, I yeah. mean, Dusty, of course, but you know, like Sasha Graham and so forth. That mm. was really exciting to see. And, uh, um, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you was, of course, about getting it published. I mean, that's always the big thing. And if you've not published a book before that, it's another aspect of the tarot business, you know, publishing decks, publishing books. So you self-published, right? I did. I self-published through Amazon. Dusty gave me some pointers. <laughs> oh, good. But, but yeah, but you know, we basically, um, you know, we had it, I had a we had it formatted through um, somebody on Fiverr. So they helped mm -hmm. us. So I wrote it in, I don't know if anybody like wants those details, but Fiverr I wrote is it. your friend. Oh, trust Fiverr me. There are people watching right now. They want the details. Okay. Yeah. They, so because they're it. thinking of writing a book. Yeah. <laughs> so basically I literally wrote it on my tablet. Like as crazy mm. as that sounds, I, um, I had a Bluetooth keyboard to mm -hmm. it. And I wrote it on Scrivener. It's an app. And with Scrivener, it's awesome because you're able to export it as either Word, PDF, into pages. Um, and I think it also could do like an EPUB kind of book. So if you want to do it for like a Kindle, if you want to format it for the Kindle, you can do that too. But then we had it formatted in addition. Mm. And as far as editing, I edit it. I edit it over and over. I must have edited it like 20 times. <laughs> but I but then I I ran it through um Pro Writing Aid. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, how I did the editing. Awesome. So uh do you think self-publishing versus uh going through a a traditional um publishing house do you have any thoughts on that? You know, like what's preferable and, you know, why self-publish any, anything on that at all you want to share? Yeah. Well, you know what? I was, I was so green to it all mm -hmm. that I had no idea what was even going on. And I had listened to, um, I'd listened to a presentation. It was a free presentation by Hay House about like how to get your book published. Mm. And you know, they, they talked about, oh, well, you have to submit it and then you have to do this, but we like to change things. And I'm like, I don't want to be gatekept. Like, yeah. you know, like why this was my experience. And this is where, like, this is my personal journey and what worked for me. And I want to share that with other people. Like, I don't want you editing anything out, like, or telling me that I have to include this when it's not really what went on, you know? So it kind of, and it, and it also shortened the time period from me finishing the book to actually getting it printed and getting it published. Right. Yeah. You so, don't have to go through that whole cycle. Right. Right. And then a lot a of times, 
Yeah. And I, and I just, I was not, I'm an Aries. I am super impatient, <laughs> you know? So th that was like part of the whole thing. Like I didn't want to be gatekept. And that the other respect is like, they end up, I feel like, like I said, this is just my personal opinion and what mm -hmm. I've observed. But I feel like when you work with a publisher, it's almost like you get nickel and dimed everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. like we'll give you a check, but then you might not see anything else after that check, you know? Yeah. And, you know, because, oh, well, there's an expense for this and there's an expense for that and there's expense for here. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, no, no, I just want it out there. And I want, you know, yes. I think the publisher, if you need advertising and you need like, like it's good for that. It's good to get um, exposure. They, they don't even do that anymore. I mean, yes, they, they do like press releases. They will get it into some bookstores, um, which there's not a lot. I mean, I can remember, you know, many decades ago, I practically lived in the tarot section of Barnes and Noble, you know, and borders books and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, even here in Tucson, we, we still have a Barnes and Noble borders has been gone for a long time. Um, the books, you know, there aren't the bookstores like, like there were back in the day. And I, I think you're getting very little, you know, uh, maybe as far as mass publishing quickly. Um, but now that we have print on demand, that kind of really has taken away from why it would be good to get a publisher, you know, or actually there was for a long time, there was no other way, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, unless you were going to mortgage your house to get, uh, you know, thousands of books or, hundreds and hundreds of decks published um, and people still do that, you know, and uh, they uh, cr create a deck and um, they have a, they find like the cheapest way to get it published is say a company in China. And then, you know, they'll have to pay to get it produced and then shipped over here and then you, your garage is filled with thousands of decks you know which you have to get out and everything yeah but now, but now there's print on demand for decks and for books and more and more people are going that way you get um a higher percentage of the sale you know in fact the majority of the sale whereas you know you sign your rights over to a publisher i mean are you right. gonna get are you gonna get a dollar a book a dollar a um uh a deck you know and and uh the those residuals are after any pay back what they pay you in advance right after you right. after you've paid your advance back you have to pay the advance right. back you know and the advances aren't aren't huge you know especially on on like you know we're not talking about a tom clancy or something you know we're <laughs> we're talking about a tarot book or a tarot right. deck you know so um self-publishing seems to be the way to go yeah i mean and 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 that's the interesting part about it too because it's like there weren't books like this out there and it almost mm -hmm. made me question like would they even find it of value you mm -hmm. know because they're so there's it's almost like it it's 
it's like a niche of a niche. Right, you know, right. There's people that read tarot, but there's not people that want to turn it into a business. So it it's a very finite niche yeah. of clients or customers that I'm I'm writing to. Mm-hmm. And and plus a, a short form book like this one really lends itself to Kindle and to uh, print on demand, you know, through through Amazon. Um, and, you know, that's one of the great things about this is, is that it's so niched that, uh, you know, it's a quick, easy read. It's right. And, you know, when I read it, it's like, wow, you know, straight to the point, no fluff, no filler, you know, which I, I hate in books. You know, I just give me the information, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. And there's, you know, there's, there is a trend now towards that, like mm -hmm. removing that because this is, it's not like I look at it as more of like, you can use it as a guide, like write in it, mm -hmm. cross things out, like make check marks. Like, like it's your, I love that. Yeah. it's your tool to get you where you need to go because like, okay, it's this step. And then it's this step. And then it's this step. And then, you know, and then there's room for, you know, your imagination and your style and to, to be plugged in. So I, you know, it wasn't, it's it's fluid for everybody that they can make they can alter it to make it work for them mm, mm. so what would you say is like the big takeaway or some of the big takeaways from your book uh, i think what what i thought reading through it is is just the preparation you know just uh you know just don't just put your shingle out there but really think about it you know, oh, and, absolutely. and I think reading your book and reading the business parts, especially about um, uh, entities and, and things like that, you know, how to how to structure the business and things really is great just reading through it because then it, it starts a conversation in your head. But uh, what are your ideas on, you know, takeaways from the book? My biggest takeaway from the book and partially is the reason why I wrote it is to you know, rise the tide for all the boats. Mm. Um, because we really have to, in an industry that's so saturated right now, mm -hmm. there has to be a level of professionalism. There has to be a way that we can separate the real business people and the real readers from the ones who are out there to scam you. I mean, and that's not to say that if somebody's out there to scam you, they'll make an LLC and they'll do the whole thing too. But, but just like we have certification mm -hmm. to separate us from other tarot readers, there should be some kind of level of professionalism if you decide to become a professional reader. And yes. that's what I'm there to do is to help people. And I know that there are so many people and I'm not just, I'm not picking on the spiritual community, please believe me, <laughs> but like there, there are so many people that are like, oh, I just want to do this da, da, da. and they don't think about the ramifications down yeah. the road, you know, they don't think about, oh my God, somebody could sue me or mm -hmm. they don't think about, well, I need insurance because if I go somewhere and I break something or somebody trips and they want to sue me, I'm not protected. Mm -hmm. And these are the kinds of things that a lot of people have really good intentions to start off and, and do something or make a little bit of money on the side or to help people. 
but they don't realize that there are some real life ramifications if things are not set up and done correctly, especially even with taxes, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, I feel that the book helps alleviate or at least bring to light some of those um, circumstances where you really do need to address them and think about them because people don't. Right, right. I mean, and that's basically what we've been trying to do at the Guild for almost 20 years now. And it's like, it's like herding cats. And yeah, <laughs> our readers. Yeah, it's like herding cats. Um, and, you know, 50% of the industry doesn't believe in certification. Some of them are, you know, vehemently against it, right. And then uh, the other 50%, uh, especially newer folks like yourself, and, uh, and younger readers, you know, they all want the certification, you know, and but there's for decades, there's been this huge argument in the uh, in in the industry and it quite frankly i never got it. it and it was so bad in the beginning that that's why after like a year or two we just stopped doing certification all the way to 2015 2016 before we started doing it again from from 2010 you know i mean years went by uh probably four or five years at, at least you know and and uh I never really understood it. Uh, yeah, okay. You don't want to get certified and we're not a regulated industry. You don't have to get certified. I understand that. And if, if, you, if you really don't believe in it, that's fine. But what about the people that want it? Right. Shouldn't, th shouldn't they be able to, to get it? You know, And nobody's telling you you have to get certified. And nobody's uh, telling you how to run your business or how you have to do your readings. In fact, we're very specific about that. If you read our section on the website about certification, that when we're doing evaluation for certification, we're not looking at what deck you're using, what spread you're using, what, what your system or modality of doing, you know, your process. We, we don't judge on, on things like that. It's just is this a professional level reading? Would I come back to this reader? Would I recommend this reader to family and, and friends? What did I get out of this reading? You know, that's what we're looking at. And it, it's a quick process too, because um, which you found out uh, because uh, you know, you, you're, if you're going through a certification program like Dusty's and it's going to take years, <laughs> you know, before you, finish and get certified you know um this is not that this is not that this is uh actual certification you know um where it's based on your ability to give a professional reading and that's mm -hmm. it you know and then we have higher levels of certification but those are not uh tested levels you know uh you're not being tested on um, for instance, in our first level, the CTR, we, we do do an exam. Uh, I, I call it an exam, the CTR exam, but it's actually a, more like a short quiz. Yes. You know, it's just, it's just <laughs> quick, you know, 
You were blown away that I got a perfect score too. Yes, one of the only people ever to get a, a perfect score. But most people do fairly well because it, it, number one, it's open book. Number two, it's only 22 questions plus two bonus questions that anybody can look up. You know, the, <laughs> the idea is not, you know, testing you. You know, the idea is, um, do they have general tarot knowledge? You know, they didn't just pick up a deck and don't know anything about the tarot. You know, so we ask a few questions that are designed to reveal that information. And it's very easy for the average person that's, you know, done some study and done some readings. And then we do a practical reading test. You know, can you perform a professional level reading? And that whole process, that whole certification process can happen real quick. Because it's not about, you know, taking a, a course, learning how to read, doing the, um, the hundred practice readings, uh, getting evaluated and all this, you know, and some people's courses take anywhere from eight months to a couple of, uh, a couple of years, you know, this is like more like the uh, American Dental Association or the <laughs> American Medical Association, you know, it's, it's um, getting certified after you've gone through all that you know after you're already reading you feel confident enough that um but you know you want some more confidence because that's a lot of reason why people get certified but it's uh you're at the point where it's like okay i'm, I'm gonna um, apply to get certified and um the other thing about the business aspect uh, also you know we've we've tried to do that you know since way back in 2004 uh to teach business we have a, a director of uh professional development gary carp and in mm -hmm. fact he's about to do a, a free workshop on the 23rd as well and you know i thought i've always thought we we need more of this more of this yeah i actually took one of his workshops oh cool last i want to i think it was last year yeah it was a year ago yeah yeah and it was funny because I, I like took it and I walked away and my head felt like it was going to explode. It was like so a lot of business information. information. Yeah. There was so much information and there was so much to absorb. And, and I feel like my book might be like that for some people too, mm -hmm. but I feel like I break it down into like baby steps, but like, I was overwhelmed too, because when I went, especially when he was like, you have to know your niche. And I'm like, ah, so, because it's like, What's my I mean, niche? exactly. <laughs> I even, I even go through that in my, my book too. But I, instead of being like, you have to figure out your niche, which is just so very overwhelming because mm. it's like, well, I'm just reading. Like I actually set up steps in there of how you can, learn what your niche is or how you can mm. discover what your niche actually is That's which really important. Is, is a vital step it really is and i just so happened to happen it just happened by luck that i figured it out you know but yeah so it's it's a process it's not just that you're gonna sit down and say oh well this is what uh, this is the kind of reader i am and this is what i want to read and, and and that's what you should be using those, and I explain, that's what you should really be using those hundred readings for, is yeah. to really discover yourself in in that. Yeah, what, it, it's like automatic automatic niching, because you're, you're doing all these readings, 
all kinds of topics and things are going to come up and you're going to find out, you know, what, what ones you like to read on also what ones you're good Mm -hmm. on, you know? Mm -hmm. And I found in, in a lot of the unregulated industries, so life coaching, hypnotherapy, Reiki practitioner, tower reader, numerologist, astrologer, you know, energy healing, EFT, all that uh, is the majority of us, you know, uh, whether we've uh, taken a course and maybe got certified as a hypnotherapist uh, or became a tarot reader, we tend to think in our minds, I want to read for everybody because I can. And I want to do hypnotherapy for everything, you know, and uh, life coaching. I can coach anybody and I want to coach lots and lots of different people, you know, but, uh, you know, that's, they used to say the, the, the riches are in the niches and especially tower readers out of that whole group. I think tower readers are the worst, you know, because it's never, never been looked at that way. Uh, going back over the history of professional tower reading, it's always been, I'm a tower reader you know, and, uh, in fact, worse, you know, uh, I'm a fortune teller and I'm just going to throw cards down and tell you, tell you what I see. And there, there's your fortune, you know, whereas today it's more like, um, we're seen as, uh, inexpensive psychotherapists. Yes. And no, life, absolutely. And life absolutely. coaches. Mm-hmm. people want yeah. a, life, a life coach but they don't want to spend two thousand dollars for a life coaching program so they hire a tower reader yeah and, and i did i did take a, i actually did do a life coaching course on like oh Udemy. great yeah yeah so i did i you know i didn't like print it out and be like i'm a life coach now <laughs> i was like yeah. no like but it it helped i i highly suggest that to anyone and mm-hmm. i i actually did mention that in the book of doing some kind of life coaching learning because it actually helps with reading how you deliver. It helps with your delivery because mm-hmm. you can look at a card and instead of telling the client, you could start asking them questions Right. and, and you're pulling out information from the person, but it's not only that you're pulling it out from for your use, you're pulling it out so they make them think. Mm-hmm. And that's like very important because, you know, when people ask me, especially I, I explain it to, especially someone who has never had a tower reading, they sit down and, you know, that's my first question after I ask them their name, after we exchange names, have you ever had a tower reading before? And if the answer is no, and they quite don't understand what's going on, I say, look, mm-hmm. This is a tool. We I use the tool, uh, the tarot as a tool for guidance mm-hmm. and counseling and to help you either see a situation from a different side and play devil's advocate or to help you make an educated decision about something. So I'm always leaving the power in their hands. I'm just here to provide guidance. And what you do with that guidance is completely up to them. Absolutely. And so we don't think of it that way. We think of, oh, well, I'm just going to read the cards, you know, and they're going to come to me with the, the romance question, the finance question, all the all the typical things, usual suspect. Uh, but 
if you are really drawn to or or really good at a particular kind of reading it it really is worthwhile to you know double down on that you know mm -hmm. be the romance expert be the be the the person that reads for uh, business people, you know, the finance reader, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever niche that, that you can uh, focus on, you know, and um, at the Guild, God, for like 10, 12 years now, we've always been uh, recommending that professional readers take a life coaching course. We have one that we promote from uh, Dr. Steve Jones. We've been promoting that for like 12 years now, and it's available on the Tarot Guild site. And here uh, in the description of this video, I'm going to put um, a link to that. I'll put a link to the life coaching course. I'll put a link to obviously your, your book and so forth. Um, and folks can find you on the Tarot Guild website, of course, and your uh you have card shaper on there but they can look you up under nicole uh so what's other ways people can contact you and and you know where can they find you out there in the world i i have a website which is a link tree so it will link out to scheduling readings it'll link mm -hmm. out to all my other social media so on oh, Instagram, i really liked that i saw yeah. i went there and i was like oh that's really cool yeah. So that's in the book too. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that in the description. I'll link to yes. that. Yeah. So my website is cardshaper.com. And then if you just want to go directly onto Instagram, that is um, my socials. I'm cardshaper tarot. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, lastly, you know, the, how we've gone in into life coaching and, you know, niching and, and all, all these business aspects. Um, it, it's kind of come to this part where I had written down to ask you, so where do you think the business of tarot is going? I really think that we have been in a shift. Like we said earlier, we've been in a shift since 2020 mm -hmm. where people are really not only just questioning their spirituality, but questioning now their place in the world. And I think that tarot readers, good tarot readers are needed more now than ever. Mm, and, I agree. And, you know, and, and the other thing about the counseling, you, like you said, there's, it's crazy because there's a stigma around going to therapy still, and there's a stigma around going to a tarot reader, but the stigma around a tarot reader is less than it's going less, to therapy. Yes, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, it's so, like, you, you'd rather tell your aunt Sally that you went and had a tarot reading than, than say you're in counseling. It's yeah. awful. It's, it's yeah. awful. <laughs> and, um, oh. and, and, and that's the thing. We deal with very real issues. You know, we, I, I've dealt with readings on addiction. I've dealt with readings on, you know, adultery. Like I I've, I've seen a lot, <laughs> you know, I, in my, I mean, so I've been professionally reading. Yeah. I've, I, a little over a year I've, I've done close to 550 readings now. And 
I mean, what people will tell us, they won't even tell their own husband or their own spouse, mm -hmm. I should say. Absolutely. You know? And, you know, we have to, we have to create that safe space for them. And there's a lot of people out there that are hurting and they're looking for any way that they can to heal. And they're coming to us, whether we like it or not. And we have to be prepared for that. So awesome. I, you know, I definitely think that we're more necessary now than ever because we're, we're helping them spiritually heal. So what's next for you, Nicole? <laughs> Holy cow. Um, I would absolutely love to go to Salem to do readings. That's I'm, that's like the new thing that I'm putting out in the universe. I don't, I, I just, I feel like that would be amazing um, to just, you know, go for a weekend or a day or whatever and go do readings somewhere in Salem. Um, I have a couple other ideas and theories for books in the back of my brain that I'm mm -hmm. sketching out right now. Um, and I'm learning Lenormand. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So that's, that's another layer that I'm going to be adding in. Um, probably, I would think probably by the end of the year, I'm still in a, in a very learning practice kind of phase. So, you know, I'm doing readings, I'm doing tower readings and then I'll throw a, a Lenormand spread you know, as a side thing and say, Hey, take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> like if it makes sense and you know, so I'm actually doing that right now, but yeah, I am trying to, um, you know, increase my cardomancy skills overall with different modalities. Excellent. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Thank you for having me. me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I look forward to, you know, it'd be really cool to have you on one of our live shows when we're taking phone calls and doing readings, pulling some cards for people, sure. you know, and like we mentioned earlier, uh, a workshop on how to kickstart your business. We should talk. I, yes, we definitely, <laughs> we definitely do. Cause I kind of have a feeling that this is, I, I have a feeling that this book is just like the beginning that I, I almost feel like it's going to like morph into a consulting kind of gig as well and i, I like that her. idea i welcome that um so yeah <laughs> tower reader to the tower readers consultant yeah. to the consultants yeah yeah well everybody thank you for joining us today and we'll see you on another episode of tarot today bye everybody bye